Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's week 10 in the National Football League. I'm once again joined by Bill in Florida. And Bill, I hope your back doesn't hurt. You had to carry this podcast last week. I had a terrible week, but you had a winning week. Congrats, my friend. Thank you. It was a great week to watch NCAA football and NFL football. You know, you had three games that were tied at 17 going in the fourth quarter. A lot of teams didn't cover, and a lot of teams did cover. And a lot of teams out there that we thought were going to be good, like the Packers and some other teams out there, just aren't this year. They didn't cover against Detroit, you know, and it was just a fun I hate the Packers so much, and it was so much fun to watch them lose. Not going to lie. I, I, hey, I'm a Viking fan, so I'm okay when the Pack loses. Trust me. Um, <laughs> looking at my week, I finally got burned by line movement. Um, I go 0-3-2 in the week. I should have maybe gone 2-2-1, and or I could have. I played the Vikings at minus 3.5. Three, three ended up being available much of the week. Vikings won the game by three. Most people pushed. I lost that one. Bill's Buccaneers, I played at minus three. Two and a half was available in pockets, likely weighted, and it was even available part of Sunday. Bucks won by three. I pushed. Some people won. Then I played the Chargers minus three. Two and a half was the number on Sunday with most books. Chargers won by three. I pushed. Sunday players won. It was just one of those weeks where the line did not work in my advantage. That's for sure. I'm done whining. Let's recap the year-to-date numbers for road teams. And they're still winning, but not covering the juice. 68, 63, and 5 against the spread. That's 51.9%. Underdogs, well, they're definitely doing their job. 75, 56, and 5. That's good enough for 57.3%. And the unders, well, they continue to be at ATM. 80 and 54 against the number, 59.7%. Best against the spread teams, Cowboys, Giants, and the Titans at 6-2. and two. Your worst against the spread team, Bills, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. <laughs> They're 2-6-1. and one. Your top over team, well, you would have guessed it, the Cleveland Browns, 5-2-1 to the over. And the top under team, the Indianapolis Colts. They're 8-1 to the under this year. So, Bill, let's lead us off with a winner. Who do you got? The first uh, first game I'm looking at is the Dolphins hosting the Browns as a three-point favorite. And I really think Mike McDaniel has this offense clicking. Everybody's really healthy. You had Tyreek Hill over 100 yards. You had uh, Waddle over 100 yards. And you have Tua looking like he was back at Alabama. I really like this team, and I really like them covering at home. The last 10 games at home, they're 9-1. and one, And the 9 – and they were – and their home games of ten, their last ten home games, they were nine as one, nine and one against the spread. So I really like them covering here the three points in Cleveland, and I think they're going to get a lead. They're going to ask the Browns. They're going to basically dictate the game flow to them. They're going to make Jacoby Brissett beat them and keep Nick Chubb in there blocking. So I really like the Dolphins as a three point home favorite. Greatest show on surf, they're saying. <laughs> Fans are loving that offense right now, and the prop bets have been cashing. I don't think I've seen two receivers like Waddle and Hill go over consistently like this in a long time. It's, uh, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Dolphin fans, even in the Midwest. 
And it's the biggest fan base since the Dan Marino days. I'll tell you that much. So good pick there. Yeah, that's the truth. Uh, Yeah, my first pick is a complete train wreck of a game. I enjoy demolition derbies. And when I think of these two franchises, that's what they're in. They're in a demo derby. They're just causing problem after problem after problem. I'm going to play the Indianapolis Colts plus the six at the Las Vegas Raiders. So here's a did you know. Both of these teams actually had a winning record last year. It's tough to imagine that the way things have been going this year. The Colts have lost three straight. The Raiders have lost two straight. The Raiders I do like at home. They're two and one at home this year with that lone loss being that crazy Arizona comeback, but I've never been able to trust the Raiders. As for the Colts, well, what a unique move this week, hiring Jeff Saturday as their head coach. That'll be interesting to watch. And before you rip on the OC too much, let's just remember that the Colts do rank dead last in NFL scoring with only 14.7 points per game. So the guy may have only played or called plays on Madden, but he might be better than what Frank Wright was doing. Can Saturday fix the O-line in a week? Well, probably not, but I do expect a positive response. Add in the fact that defensive coordinator Gus Bradley was the defensive coordinator in Las Vegas last year. That Colts D is good enough to keep this interesting. Call me crazy, but I do expect the Colts to have a shot to win it. So I'm on Indianapolis plus the six at the Raiders. You know what? I like that pick. I like that pick. Maybe the Raiders saw that tweet that Jeff Saturday sent out about two weeks ago before he was hired, saying that the Raiders are just after they lost to Jacksonville. So it was actually last week. They um, He tweeted out that the Raiders look like a train wreck. And I'm sure that's on the bulletin board somewhere in Las Vegas right now. So the next game I got. game. Yes. Yes, it will be. The next game I'm looking at is the Houston Texans traveling up to New York to face the Giants, and I like the under 40 here. Um, The Giants are fifth in the NFL rushing yards per game at 161 and a half, and the Houston Texans are 32nd in the NFL defense of allowing 180 yards per game. They're both pretty even against each other as far as what goes with the statistics and everything, but to be honest with you, the Giants are two and six to the over this year, and Houston is four and four versus the over and under. So there's really nothing to tie. I think this is going to be a wet game. I think Hurricane Nicole's rain, uh, rain and winds coming up there are going to soak that field. I think they're going to try and r- both teams are going to try and run the ball really well. Daniel Jones had over 100 yards last week, and so did Saquon Barkley. And you know, with the running game as solid as that. Going forward, the the time will just click off the clock. It'll be a low scoring game because of the wet field. The the um there's only a fifty percent chance of rain during the game, so there should be no problem with rain. But it's going to be a really wet field. It's going to get soaked. So I like the Texans and Giants under the forty total. Hey, and I'm going to be playing Barkley in a prop bet, probably to the over, because I think he's going to run wild against that Texan defense. But to your point, tick, 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 tick. Just keep the clock running. That's all I know. Okay, my second pick, I'm going with Bill's team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus the three over Seattle. This one is overseas, I believe, in Germany. Mm -hmm. So you win some, lose some with line movement. I was ready to play Tampa Bay at minus two and a half, but waited a little bit too long. Now I'm playing it at three. On the flip side, I was ready to play the Rams at minus three before the Stafford news, so I guess it kind of balances out there a little bit. And I expect this game 
to balance out the books a little bit as well. Things always even out in the National Football League. The Seahawks have won four straight, including three upset wins. That doesn't happen. The Bucs finally won last week, but they haven't covered a closing line since week number two. The game-winning drive by Brady last week might spark something for Bill's Bucks. I like their D enough, so I'm going to back Tampa minus the three over Seattle. What do you think of that one, Bill? I like that. I like I like the um, under in that game, though, more than I like the spread. I like the Bucs to win it, but I like it to be like a low-scoring game. Did you know that this will be the fourth country if they win that Tom Brady has won in? So he was in a Mexico game, too. I did not realize that. That's interesting. Yeah, he, he was in Mexico. He was in United States, of course. He was in an England game, and he was now in the German Germany game. This is going to be a fun game to watch. I'll be having breakfast. I might make some bratwurst just to fit in. Who knows? <laughs> the Have next game. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would love to. 930 in the morning. That would be perfect. The next game I'm going to is your Minnesota Vikings headed to the Buffalo Bills. And I'm taking the three and a half points and the Vikings. This is, I don't understand why they flex the Chargers 49ers to the Sunday night game. And maybe somebody in the NFL is a Vikings fan because they know how Kirk Cousins does in prime time. <laughs> but this is probably going to be the best one o'clock game of the year. It's going to be a really, really fun game because even though Buffalo has the number one defense in the league, they have five defensive backs on the injury report and you have really good health. I mean, Adam Thielen's going to make the game, but he still has an ankle issue, but you got Justin Jefferson. You've got Dalvin cook. You've got Adam Thielen. You have TJ Hawkins. There's, there's just, and on the other side of the ball, you have, you know, you have Buffalo's quarterback, Josh Allen, my fantasy quarterback with a bad elbow. On his throwing arm. So is if he is he going to play? He says he's going to play. If he plays, how long is he going to play? So that's going to be. I just I'm like I'm very excited about this game. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's it, it's really good for the Vikings that it's a one o'clock game, and I think that it's going to be the Vikings are going to cover that three point. I think the Bills may win. But I think they're going to cover the three and a half. I think this is going to be a very exciting game. I'm very excited for this game to see this. I like the pick, Bill. Uh, I don't think you need the spread. Just play the money line. The Vikings are going to win that one straight up. couple notes there since you're talking about my purple. I did <laughs> catch that dig at Cousins in the prime time. So I'm going to hold that against you. But I like the rest of the handicap. And watching the Vikes last week, Boy, Hawkinson made a big difference with only a few days to prepare to the for that game. That was impressive. Cousins hooked up with Hawkinson many times. I really like that. If Case Keenum starts in this game, you got some intriguing things there. Keenum, of course, was a Viking quarterback. And you have mm -hmm. Diggs on that team, a former Viking. There's a lot of people with grudges. I can't wait to see how it plays out. But if you're going to pick the purple, I need you to give me a Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings. Thank you very much, Bill. Okay, my third pick. I'm on Denver plus the two at Tennessee. So as of this recording, of course, Ryan Tannehill's status is unknown for the Titans. The Titans may have had the lead at Kansas City. Bill bet that one and cashed on it. So nice job, Bill. But other than the first couple drives, their next 10 drives, they had no more than eight yards on any of those drives. So 196 yards of offense in the first three drives 33 yards of offense in the final 10. 
the Broncos D has given up more yards per carry than I like to see. But if it's Henry or nothing for the Titans, I think the Broncos D can actually stop the run game. The Broncos are coming off of a win and a bye with the Raiders and Panthers on deck for Denver. This team actually could be six and five at the end of November. Don't count Russell Wilson and the Broncos out quite yet. I'm going to take Denver plus the two at Tennessee. I like that pick. I like that pick. It should be fun. I think Russell Wilson is going to do good after the uh, the buy they had. And uh, I, I wouldn't count them out because I think they're just a good team. They have a lot of good talent. I think they just need to a couple more weeks to mesh. And I think this is a good game for them to start that. The next game I'm looking at is the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? As uh, hey, road favorite, yeah, as favorites, um, five point favorites going to Lambeau to face, face Green Bay Packers, who you know it's already been established. I'm not a real big fan of, but Green Bay has the 27th ranked offense as far as points per game go, and they get the third ranked defense in points per game. The Packers are really banged up too. There are 19 players, including Romeo Dobbs, is already out. Aaron Jones is questionable; he may not go. Mason Crosby and Aaron Rodgers are both on the injury report. So this could be a bad game at home, but I don't know. They play really well at home. Um, Matt LaFleur at home is 19 and eight against the spread. So this is a scary one, but I think Cowboys with that defense and maybe Zach and Zeke, I don't even know if Zeke's going to play, but maybe Zach and Tony Pollard and um, CeeDee Lamb can get it together. And I think they're going to cover that five points up there in the frozen tundra. A little too early to be frozen. Uh, yeah, that's we'll true. find out what the weather is there. But uh, you and I are in opposite takes of this one. I am in complete agreement with you. I do not like Green Bay, but I'm going to play Green Bay here, plus the five against Dallas. The Packers outgained the Lions by 135 yards last week. They had two turnovers inside the five yard line, had two other drives that ended on a failed fourth down attempt in Lions territory, and they were forced to kick a short field goal. They just didn't execute. And a lot of that was on Aaron Rodgers. I expect him to play. If he doesn't go, then obviously I'm on the other side here and I back off of it. But for as bad as things look in Green Bay, all the wide receiver issues, all the injuries, they've clearly had an impact, but this is a proud franchise. They haven't played at home in forever. They're not going to lay down at Lambeau against the hated Cowboys. So I'm going to grab the five with Green Bay. I hope they lose by three or four. I don't want them to win the game, but I want to cash my plus five ticket. So you and I, Bill, we're head to head again. And I think you got the edge on me year to date. I hope to even it up this week. Do you really think that Aaron Rodgers couldn't go? I mean, I wonder if they're going to bench him. I mean, I can't believe I'm asking if they're going to bench the defending MVP, two-time defending MVP. It should be, I don't know. What do you do? He'll play. He'll play. Yeah. And my next game is the one that got flexed to Sunday night. The 49ers at home, um, seven-point favorites over the Chargers. The 49ers are 5-0 and oh against the spreads as home favorites in their last five games. And this year, they're 2-0 and oh against the spread as home favorites. But the Chargers are 5-3 and three against the spread. I think the injuries on the Chargers really play a part here. The Niners coming off of the bye with, you know, you've seen what Christian McCaffrey can do after two weeks in the system, another week, and he's rested. This should be, I think Jimmy G really has um, found his niche right now as far as with, you know, you got Debo Samuel back. You got 
Christian McCaffrey back. And I think that defense is he's kind of rising up. I think they're going to be a good team. I really think that they're going to cover that seven point. I think the injuries on the Chargers side is maybe too much to handle. But I just like the 49ers better in this situation. I like them getting seven points. I like them covering it. I've doubted the 49ers before and it came back to burn me. I'm not going to doubt that play. I'm a, I'm a stay away on that game, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely can support it. That's for sure. But uh, my fifth and final play is going to be Pittsburgh plus the one and a half against New Orleans. So will TJ Watt be back this week? Well, we'll find out. The Steelers are coming off of a bye. They lost back-to-back games on the road against the Eagles and the Dolphins. That's very forgivable how good those teams are. Now they return home for the first time since they beat the Buccaneers back on October the 16th. <laughs> Pickett is a work in progress, but the Saints D is giving up over 25 points per game. They're in the bottom five, so that's probably going to help them. I see better days ahead for the Steelers. I think Sunday might be a glimpse of, into their future, so I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus the one and a half over the Saints. So that's my five. Uh, Bill, before we recap here, any other thoughts on week 10? We've already talked about the standings are kind of going topsy-turvy right now. Injuries are starting to mount for teams. Any other big takeaways as we go into week 10? No, the injury situation is, you know, concerning for some teams. I think, you know, there's a lot of double-digit spreads. Washington going to Philadelphia. I don't know if that's going to be, you know, done. I think, like I said, I'm just really excited for the Vikings and the Buffalo. I think that's going to be a great game. Detroit and Chicago, that might be an exciting game, believe it or not. It could be a fun game to watch. I'm just really enjoying the season right now, especially when I win. There's nothing, you know, <laughs> there's nothing better. There but, is nothing uh, better than winning. And you even hit some parlays last week. We don't talk about that on this podcast, but congrats on hitting those. Yeah, um, thank you. It was a great weekend for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got more guts than I do. <laughs> uh, Bill, why don't you recap your five? Okay, my five, starting with the Dolphins. Three-point favorites over the Cleveland Browns. The Texans and the Giants to go under 40 points for the game. Vikings getting three-and-a-half underdogs on the road against the Bills. Cowboys, uh, road favorites at minus five at Green Bay. And the 49ers getting seven points at home versus the Chargers. I like that team. And how about your five? My five, I'm on the Colts in the train wreck game, plus the six (laughs) at the Raiders. I'm on the Buccaneers, minus the three over Seattle, over in Germany. I'm on Denver, plus the two at Tennessee. I'm on Green Bay, plus the five over Dallas. And I'm on Pittsburgh, plus the one and a half over New Orleans. So I'm taking four dogs this week, so it's probably going to be a chalky week. So watch out, everyone. But, uh, Bill, hey, good luck again with yet another hurricane headed your way. This time it's Hurricane Nicole. So thoughts are with everyone again in Florida. And, uh Good luck to you and I this week. Let's both have a winning week. And as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.